0: Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast, where our mission is to impact someone's life every single day. We focus on how ordinary people become extraordinary. And here is your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of You Must Believe Way of Life. Let's go.
1: Three, two, one, and we're live, everybody, here in the JV Impacts Podcast Studio. And guess what? We're with Zen. Life Dan. It's 8.06 on Saturday night. And as you guys are out partying, doing what you do, we're getting down on a podcast. And we're going to hear from Zen Life Dan. If you haven't checked him out on Instagram, it's at Zen Life Dan. Uh, he is my spiritual guide, my mentor, and he has done amazing things. It's remarkable. So Dan, how you feeling?
0: I'm feeling great, guys. Let's do this. Yes. Everybody, take a deep inhale. Let it go. I don't care whether you're driving, whether you're doing cardio, what you're doing. I love it. can always take that deep breath. Yes. Let's, let's do one more. Ready?
1: Ready. Man, we could just end the podcast right there. <laughs> so, Dan, welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, man. Um, gosh. So, you know, I call myself a spiritual guide. Basically, what I do is I teach people how to meditate. I teach people how to go within and more than anything, I want to give people permission to be themselves. Awesome.
1: So you talk about going within? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are people doing
0: now? That's a great question. So (laughs) right now people, a lot of people are looking externally for everything, for validation, for um, arriving to a place of happiness, which some people are under the impression comes from when they get somewhere physically, sure. you know, to a different city if they want to move or to okay. a different, you know, income level or a different weight, or different body composition. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to teach them, sure, we want to get you there if that's something that you want. Okay. But we also want to go inward to find that happiness here and now. Okay, so what does, what does that look like? <laughs> right, so that looks like meditation, Okay. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, you know. If you keep asking me um, what the answer is, sure. I'll keep going back to that. Good. Um, <clears throat> so if you if you've never meditated before, what we just did is a is a perfect introduction. Okay. It's coming into the breath. Gotcha. Um, one thing that recently really resonated with me was. Have you heard of Alan Watts? Yes. <laughs> love Alan Watts. <laughs> yes. So he asked the famous question, so John, if I were to, to ask you to point to the you in your body, okay, where would that be?
1: I'd point to my heart. I love that. Yeah. But can
0: you prove it? No. You can't prove it? No. So mm. w- what, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So what I've come to realize is that the real you and the real essence of you is not a place within you, but it's how you are, hmm. meaning it's your breath. Okay. So you can learn a lot about somebody just by being in close proximity to them, picking up on their breathing patterns. You can tell if somebody's angry, huh. if they're calm, yeah, if they're you know, in touch with themselves or if their mind's running. Gotcha. So it all comes back to the breath. Wow. Okay. So let's back up a little
1: bit. Let's back up. So Zen life, Dan, that's who you are now. Let's, let's go back a little bit. Who have you become? What's been your journey? Have you always been this way? Have you always been into meditation, helping people? Like, for example, let me back up just a second. Let me share with you how our relationship manifested, right? So I left corporate America a little over a year ago on this journey to impact someone's life every single day. To think that I'm in the same place that I thought I was going to fucking be a year ago is completely different. I literally thought I was going to be this top motivational speaker, traveling the world, selling roids to riches over and over again. I'm so far from that. It's unbelievable. And what I realized was, is I was looking again outside of myself for validation, for people to read my book, for people to look at me as a great speaker and leader. But what I realized is I wasn't ready. I was not even close to being ready. And so when I sunk into the present moment, And just started to be aware and alive i started to end up places i started to end up places that allowed me to meet people and i ended up meeting you it was interesting and there were some things that i've been working to manifest and i have to tell you all on this podcast if you don't believe by hearing the announcement last monday in thoughts becoming reality the fuck is wrong with you this morning i'm sorry what is wrong with you i'm literally manifesting listen to my podcast from a year ago, and it's thoughts become things, right? I was thinking about something, and Dan came into my life. Since Dan has come into my life, it was around August, uh, July, July, July. I think it was around mm-hmm. July 2018. Things have changed for me dramatically because I knew meditation. I thought I did. I knew visualization. I knew vision boards. Uh, I've written a book around success patterns and things like that. But what I didn't realize is how to be as a specific and as clear and as intentional as you taught me to be. So I want to share with you guys how that manifested. And now I work with Dan as my spiritual guide. Uh, We're, you know, we launched 3T Fitness. Uh, It's gonna be one of the top most revolutionary fitness programs. But I also feel that I need someone to keep me grounded, to keep me grounded to the earth, to keep me grounded to the oneness that I've felt since I've met Dan. So I wanted to start with that. Like, how did me and Dan become friends? How did he become my spiritual guy? And you guys know, I believe in God. I do believe in God, but there's people here on earth that are connected. To the oneness in the world. And that's what Dan brought into my life. And so I wanted to start with that. So that's where Dan and I are right now. We're on a mm-hmm. podcast. This was manifest, 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 manifestation, manifestation, manifestated, <laughs> manifested. <laughs> through, manifested. Thank you, thank you, through our thoughts, behaviors, and actions, right? Mm-hmm. So here we are. But back up who was
0: Dan? What have you become? Share with me. Sure, sure. So I grew up in Syracuse, New York. Um, small town upstate. It's not New York City by any means. A lot of people think New York. Oh, the big city. Why? Why'd you move to Arizona? Well, I like to tell people if you're from New York but you're not from the city, it's like you're from Middle America. Gotcha. Which <clears throat> is basically me just saying. You know, I I I have like the small town. What I like to think of as good values. Sure. Moved out here with my cousin. Um, to pursue fitness, we're both trainers. Um, you know, I feel like I've had so many different versions of Dan mm. all throughout my life. Okay. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so, you. yeah, I I actually won most change since freshman year in high school. I believe I would have won it in college if they had that superlative. Huh. And I believe I would have won it for every year in arizona if you had a the most chance to move to arizona just because the thing about me is i've always just been so open okay and i think for any type of spiritual guide or anybody who's really trying to guide people in that realm being open Mm. is so important because then you can filter in lessons and um, impart certain wisdoms that that really have enabled you and really what it is is seeing what works yeah. what's worked for me right. and I, I want to share with you sure, and really just narrow that down as much as possible to impart powerful practices so let me ask you a question so do you think
1: that being so many versions of Dan mm-hmm. right, this person here on earth living in this world is why you were so many versions is to be able to relate to so many different people. Oh,
0: that's a great question. That hits <laughs> home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I posted something last night that was basically along the lines of once you get beyond the physical and the limitations of each person or any type of this ease. Okay. That make up the word disease. Ooh. All life is the same. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, John. When I look into somebody's <laughs> eyes, I see myself. Oh, I don't care if it's a guy or girl, yeah. young, old. I really see that similarity. I don't care if it's what type of skin you have. Right. The overarching feeling of life is the same for all of us. We pretend that there's the separateness, yeah. and you know, I I really <clears throat> want people to connect on that on that deeper level. Right. So, why why do you think that is? Let's talk about that because we
1: we've talked had some deep conversations around this. I agree with you. I feel that every single person is one person. Everything is living, breathing. Like right now, I don't know if you guys can hear in our podcast studio, there is a cricket. <laughs> so we're not going to edit this shit out. This cricket is hanging with us right now. This cricket is, he's hes excited about this podcast. Can you hear him? Like, I want you guys to hear that. I want you guys to recognize that this is energy right here. I'm actually sweating. The energy is so high in this room right now. I want you guys to understand that. Mm-hmm. But What I want you to understand that I've learned from Dan is that everything is connected. Everything is connected. So let's talk about that. Why do you think that humans are so disconnected? Why why is there so much rift? Why is there so much anger, war, hate, resentment? Why, Dan?
0: Mm.
1: Let that sit for a second.
0: I think it can come back to them not expressing themselves fully. Um, and, you know, we could talk about how the system raises you in school and tells you to sit down, shut up and be quiet. And that chronic tension in your body just holds, holds up your whole life. And people are just ready to burst at the seams. Mm-hmm. They can't be themselves. Yeah, They can't cry. They can't laugh. Right. They can't yell when they're angry. Mm hmm. So there's this constant numbing. If you think of a of a of graph or a chart where you have one through 10 going vertically, people live their life from four to six. Hmm. And they just slowly oscillate from a little bit of a good day to a eh, not so sure. good today. Yeah. In the process I call ascension, where mm-hmm. you're raising your frequency, yeah. the beginning of it forces you to become vulnerable to expand both ways so you're not 4 to 6 you're now 1 to 10 and sure. you're going to have some tough moments but yeah. you're going to allow yourself elation okay and then through time you can start to hopefully uh channel back the 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 one mm-hmm. to have that baseline be 5 so now yeah, you're always yeah. vibrating 5 to 10 for the most part yeah but i think going back to the answer of the question it starts with you know the system school sit down shut up be quiet but also teaching good versus bad got it because objectively who's to say it's bad that you're crying fuck yeah
1: it's like yeah so let's you open the pandora's box let's go there okay so the system the system my friend dan so since i left corporate america I tell people I've left the matrix. So Mm. it's gonna be open and transparent. You guys are gonna hear some serious transparency right now. Mm. My eyes have been wide open, wide open. Why in school do people not learn about Tesla? Why in school, (laughs) we're gonna go deep here, man. (laughs) Why in school do we learn about Thomas Edison and not Tesla? Why Mm. in school are we learning about things that don't give us the skills to
0: cope when you're crying? Why, why do you think that is? I would say because <clears throat> you got to ask yourself this. And I recently had this realization about school in general. Mm-hmm. John, you don't want to get schooled. Nobody wants to get schooled. You remember getting yeah. schooled on the basketball court? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was Johnny left out. <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> gotcha.
0: mm-hmm. White man can't jump. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, when you're getting schooled, there's a lot more happening, right? Cause we're sitting down. So we're not, we're not able to move our bodies. We're, we're told that we have to listen to people at, you know, that, that we're inadequate. Um, but basically we're, we're conditioned to be controlled. Yeah. Controlled physically sure. and in our mind and what we think we're capable of and what yeah. we have to ask permission for. I remember I had to ask permission to go to the bathroom in like <clears throat> third grade. Mm-hmm. The teacher said, no. Yeah. I'm just sitting there with a bladder full of piss. Like, <laughs> 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 who the fuck are you? <laughs>
1: yeah, come on now. Oh my god. You know? Yeah. So let's talk about that. So, do you? Why do you think people don't realize they're being controlled? I mean, now we're going into the whole. Because mm-hmm. the reason I'm bringing this up, folks, is because becoming awakened, and and I have a long ways to go. I'm telling you, I've a long. Because I I battle what's called the ego, the ego, right? So it's either edging good out or edging God out, whatever you want to call it. Anytime my ego is present, I cannot be productive. And I cannot move humans forward. My mm-hmm. business is human optimization, fat mobilization, impacting someone's life. When my ego is present, I cannot do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Like, like what, what are your thoughts on that? So yeah. like we talked about meditation. Why do you think people are so
0: numb to it that they don't see that they're being controlled? Well, it starts with awareness. Okay. And the whatever your gateway drug into awareness is, mm-hmm. whether it's meditation or just having a realization of, hey, wait a minute and taking a critical look it's just seeing through a critical lens hmm. and you know so many people live in the the, the micro the yeah. day-to-day of what they can see five feet in front of them they never take a look at the macro the sure. bird's eye view of what sure. is going on what makes up your day-to-day and why are you doing what you're doing right right every day without even thinking about it yeah yeah
1: so you know, this is one thing I think about a lot. In corporate America, it was like somebody would tell you that you're a level three performer. You're a level three performer, Dan. Mm-hmm. And then what What people take so much energy around that, right? So someone's telling you, another person is telling you who you are mm-hmm. and how to act, how to think, how to walk, how to talk. Okay, so that's great. That That's the normal population, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you break free from that? I mean, how do you, for me, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be transparent. I had to leave corporate America. I could not break free from the matrix in corporate America. Mm -hmm. Call it my personality, call it whatever it is, but I couldn't seem to break free. Mm -hmm. The reason I bring this up, folks, is my relationship has improved. Mm -hmm. My happiness has improved. My financial situation, everything has improved in my life Mm -hmm. since I left corporate America. Now, I'm talking about myself personally. I'm not, you know, I, I don't ever preach. I just talk. I talk about when I left, this huge lift of environment was gone. Mm-hmm. I get to control who I'm around at all times. If someone's negative, I leave. Mm-hmm. If there's a low conversation, I exit. Or I raise the conversation up. Mm-hmm. So how can somebody that's maybe in the matrix or maybe they feel down or depressed and they're, they're listening to this right now going, that's me. Mm-hmm. How do you start? How do you start meditation? How do you start to clear your mind
0: in such a uh, unclear world? I can tell you how I did it, okay. how I started making a shift to minimalism is huge because then you're not stuck doing, let's say a job or something that ties you to paying for the, the basic needs that you have. Like when I sold my bed, mm-hmm. a <laughs> big ass king size bed in my yeah. room, I was almost just going to renew the lease on the place I was living. Cause I didn't know how I was going to get the Big ass bed off the third floor. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Sold the bed, huge emancipating feeling. Now I know everybody can't go out and sell the bed. Some people are married and this and that. And you just can't do that. I learned that uh, from a wise Asian guy when I was in Japan. Sure. That's amazing. (laughs) And um, when you can just minimize, you then have the ability to move left and right. You're not tied to something just to sustain something that you maybe didn't even want in the first place. Sure. So we get into these loops. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, just, just radical minimalism to the point where you can, you have the ability to afford to say, you know, I up and I up and quit. Okay. Okay. So what
1: if you have, I'm going to be devil's advocate here. What if you have someone like me, three kids, you know, uh, bills of someone who made well over six figures, mm-hmm. right? What would you say to that person, that person that can't truly right now in their mind, Break free from the matrix because they, anybody can. So like you said, with Confucius, if you say you can't, you say you can't, right? Right. You're usually right. Right. So someone who doesn't believe that right now, how can they start meditation? How can they start to calm their mind in this chaotic world?
0: Yeah. uh, Well, for meditation, I would definitely start with the Wim Hof technique. Any type of Kundalini breathing where you charge your body (sighs) full of oxygen. I mean, one sharp breath like that brings you back to the moment. And when you're in the moment, you're present. You have no ego. Yep. So true. you have you no know, ego you have no monkey mind running around so honestly okay. guys yeah. you know there i go again meditation comes back to that but through that quiet place in your mind mm-hmm. you can make rational decisions yeah you know of course it, it's it's about being able to vibrate super high and, and sometimes be in like la la land where like creative ideas come to you but then mm-hmm. also grounding yourself to yeah. what how does this actually look played out practically? How right. can I apply? Right, right. Um, so for somebody who's got three kids and you yeah. know married, just trying to create a new life, and yeah, they think they can do it, but they really just don't know how. Right. Look at what John is doing, you guys. It's a Saturday night. He's prepared to work till two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And it and he wants to.
1: Yes, that's the difference. Yeah. 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 So
0: so a, a really big thing yeah. on that is you need to feel inclined. Yeah. The motivation, you have to be inspired, sure, has sure. to come from within. Yeah,
1: I love it. Because that's one thing that, uh, let's talk about that. So those who are, feel like they're trapped, right? You're trapped and you're going to a job because you have to, or this is what you have. If you're saying, I have to go there, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. For example, I don't have to stay up until two o'clock in the morning. I'm choosing to. I put my family to sleep. They're safe. I come in the podcast studio and I grind. It's, I love every minute of it, though. Mm-hmm. And here's what I've learned through leaving. Is that people have zone of excellence, and some people have what's called zone of genius. So uh, one of my dear friends shared that with me. They said you were in your zone of excellence when you were managing people. He mm-hmm. said, "Were you happy?" I was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. I, I I had this wore a suit every day at a five thirty five IBMW. I was playing the game. I was going through it, and I have so much respect for all the people I worked with. They were so amazing to me. But for me, I was people didn't know I was so internally miserable. Let me ask you this. Yes, please. Why were you miserable? Because I was so out far outside of who i truly was i was so far outside of who who i truly was i didn't even know who i was Mm. i didn't know that i'm coach jv who's growing his hair out long hair got monkey chest hair now like I'm, i'm just like i am supposed to be connected to the earth i'm supposed to be one and what i realized is that i was so controlled i was so controlled conference calls uh, ratings, people telling me who I am, how I could dress, what to look. And actually people weren't telling me how to dress. I did it because everybody else did it. Mm. That was the difference. And it numbed my soul. It numbed who I was. Now I, I called, they used to call me the Zen executive, things like that, because I would meditate as people were partying. I would do, but I still never felt that 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 connection. There still was this this disconnect. And once I walked out, there was this freeing feeling. And I didn't really realize what it was until we're sitting here right now. It was like this massive weight was lifted off my back. I walked away from a hundred, well over hundred thousand dollars. Let's put it that way. My wife doesn't work, has the hardest job in the world. Stay at home mom. We went down to zero. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you guys. It has not been easy financially this last year. Mm-hmm. We have burned through our savings, but I never, ever gave up. And here's why. Because I know that I know that I know that I'm who I'm supposed to be right now. And when you know that you know that you know that's who you're supposed to be, you will always be taken care of. So whether you believe in God or not, you believe in the Bible because the things that I've done and then meeting Dan, how did I fucking meet Dan? I mean, come on, like guys, because I was open and aware to the possibilities for myself as a human
0: being. If you weren't doing what you were doing on Instagram, I wouldn't have found you and messaged you and yep. wanted to be a part and just take a closer look at what you're doing. because I, I could feel the energy through your post because I was being myself because I was being myself, Dan.
1: Because when I first left corporate America, I was being John who wanted to be a famous motivational speaker, who wrote Roids wow. to Riches, who took steroids and was a drug addict. That is the old John. Mm-hmm. I was trying to live off of that and go around and travel the world and and tell people how to live their life and follow the you must believe way of life. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Follow what you believe. Follow your life, follow your universe. And in a short amount of time, what are we in? we're going in october we're in october now holy shit so it's been july august september october four months since dan took me to i call it to another dimension i've created this awareness to know that i am never going to teach someone else how to live in their world all i can do is what i've learned from you is be the best coach jv i can be and maybe people will be inspired by that but what I've learned through you is to allow people to have their own universe, to not judge people. You know, my wife lives in her own universe and that's okay. Mm-hmm. She has different views and things, you know, t- different lifestyles and cars and things like that's okay. Right. It's okay. And when I realized that and I took a deep breath and I know I'm going off, but this is important to know because these are the things I learned by, you know, I, I did extreme fitness. So there's three things that I focus on. Uh, in regards to um, the things that I've learned through studying is that extreme fitness is a form of meditation, right? Absolutely. Then you got yep. med- meditation, yoga, and then you have plant medicines, right? So we're going to step into that mm-hmm. realm in just a moment. CBD, huge for me, huge for me. I started taking CBD and my whole body just relaxed. The inflammation left. I started to want to eat different foods. I literally started to eat different foods. So Let's talk about that. What does your lifestyle look like? I mean, I'm inspired by your lifestyle. I mean, you're just so calm and caring and loving. If you guys know, uh, Dan has no furniture in his room. He has no. He has no bed. Mm-hmm. He lives completely uh, is it minimalistical. Yeah, is that, you can say the min- word minimalistic. Minimalistic. My vocabulary. Minimalistic. <laughs> and so, what does your life look like? Like, like, share with me. What does it look like, and how do you
0: stay grounded? And how? And where are you going next?
1: It's <laughs> a lot questions. of questions.
0: So one thing I, I, I don't share on social media a lot that I do every morning, it's probably the most critical thing yeah. I do. I don't share this. Is I go into a spot in the desert where there's nobody. Hmm. It's about 10 minutes from nobody, where I live at. Nobody. Like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely alone. And I strip down. Hmm. And I let the sun hit everywhere on my body. Whoa. From every angle. Ladies are like, do you have the address? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Google Maps. I'm just kidding. And and so what this is allowing my body to do is absorb. It's going to sound crazy whether you know it or not. The sun gives people information. It sounds crazy. It's not crazy. You know, we're supposed to be in the sun. So I'm looking Mm. at the sun. Mm. So they're hitting my bio photons are getting light. Mm. This is going to sound really crazy. This is super next level. Our bodies are not meant to be eating food. Mm. Our bodies are meant to run, light. run on light mm. and magnetism. Mm. I'm learning this. And the correct type of water. We're yes. not supposed to be drinking the type of water we're drinking, right. let alone the amount of food that we're eating. That's, you know, we can, We're going to talk about fasting too. But yeah. honestly, getting out in the sunlight, and we can even speak on vitamin D just for mm. fat loss. Sure. It's a hormone. Huge. Huge huge you know we got to be getting sunlight and it ties back into the system too because they want us to be inside under fluorescent light sitting in chairs we're not even meant to sit in chairs hmm. we're meant to squat yeah. all the way down at full hip mobility be in the sunlight wow. eat less food work together yeah, <laughs> like, are you explaining the matrix?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, th- yeah, I mean, gosh, and we're so far outside of that. It- so we're looking at blue light. We're sitting there drinking soda. You're, you get no sun. You get no sun because it- why?
0: Because you're gonna get cancer. But is the sun giving you cancer, Dan? Mm-mm. Here's what's going mm. on, guys. From the diet that we're eating, we have mucus built up in our digestive tract, in our eyes, wow. on our tongue. Yep everywhere and through fasting and through detoxing when you go out in the sun you should not burn people are burning because they have mucus in their body Mm. now there's nothing wrong with that it's because they don't know yeah it's about bringing the knowledge to the forefront so when you can do a mucus detox like heavy lemon and lime juice Mm. every morning and fast on water for like three days in a row four days five days push that as long as you can you're giving your body a chance to get rid of the mucus you're gonna you're gonna glow yeah your skin's gonna look amazing you're gonna go out in the sun and you're gonna tan yeah people are gonna be like what are you doing you're gonna be vibrating all high yeah and pretty soon you're gonna be like what am i doing like at this desk job every day right right so let's talk about fasting
1: let's go there man let's go so so i did a three-day fast uh based on following you and i was like you know what so let me let me share with you guys how i got to here so uh, you know, the 3T fitness program is designed around T1 timing of your foods, right? So when I discovered timing of my foods when I was 35 years old because I was gaining belly fat, my cortisol levels were through the roof. I was eating sugar. I was eating six meals a day. I was getting up and eating breakfast. So remember that, guys. Just write that word down. Breakfast. Okay? We're going to come back to it. Um Then I started to do carb backloading. So I started moving my insulin to the end of the day, which was totally counterintuitive. What? Don't eat your carbs after five. And then I kind of stepped into this and I started doing intermittent fasting. And just recently I followed Dan and I did a three day fast. I went 74 hours actually with no food. The things that have happened to me since the 74 hour fast have been remarkable. Number one, I cannot fucking gain weight (laughs) i have never had this problem in my life i was a fat kid growing up i cannot get over 190 pounds it Mm. is crazy so we just did something recently at 3t fitness we always test stuff before we bring it to market and this is going to make you probably throw up when i say this so from thursday last week Mm -hmm. to sunday i purposefully ate as horrible as i could the reason I did that, because we're doing what's called a 10 day reset. We're going to launch a two hour, three, we're, you know, we made the announcement, the business is coming out, the gym's coming out, but we're doing things like 10 day reset to get people back to the way it should be, like Dan is teaching us, right? So I started on Thursday. I ate fast food for the first time on Saturday in like a year. I watched what happened to my ba- body. And wait, we're going to post these before and after. Before I did it the opposite, you know, I did it before, and I uh-huh. literally my body looked like I hadn't lifted weights ever. By Sunday. You know what the last meal I ate? Please don't throw up, Dan. He's going to punch me in the face right now. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell was the last thing I ate. I said, give me the grossest thing that I can eat. The number one rated Mexican food restaurant in the world, I think it is. (laughs) And I had Taco Bell. My body responded so poorly to it. I literally went from having ripped six-pack abs to extremely bloated. My eyes swelled up. My face swelled up. I looked like my breath reeked. And I was like, what the fuck? just happened. So I ate a dozen donuts a day before. And I'm telling you guys this because I want you to understand that's what happened to my body in four fucking days. Dan, what is happening to people's body every single day when they wake up, they have a donut because they're supposed to eat breakfast because your mom said it's the most important meal of the day. So what are people doing to their bodies? And then we'll go into fasting, but what are they doing to their bodies every day? Why, why did that happen to my body in four days? Why did I go from being super healthy, looking great, glowing, to looking like a freaking 60-year-old man that was just a gorilla. I mean, it was the weirdest. Wait till you see these pictures. You'll be shocked.
0: Yeah, food is information for your body. Okay, so whatever you're eating, you're informing your body. Are you getting good information from Mm. eating Taco Bell? No, you're getting grease. You're Mm. getting uh, inflammation in the body. You know, It's not just strictly going straight to your belly for body fat, but it looks like it is because of the inflammation that's going on. Mm. Your eyes start to get all puffy. Your skin starts to break out. We got me going. Please let's go. go. So when, when food's information to your body, you start to look at everything critically. And the reason I got to the point where I could really feel that food was information was when I first fasted, because when you fast and stop all inputs, you start to feel great. Mm -hmm. You do. You hit these points of, of like,
1: whoa. So let's stop for just a moment. How long you fasted right now as we're on this podcast? How as long we're now? on
0: this podcast, 20, 24 hours. Okay. So I stopped at three o'clock yesterday.
1: So I'm coming up on, I'm not good at math.
0: I'm coming up on like 30 hours. 30, 30 hours.
1: 30 hours. Beautiful. Fasted. Right now, if you saw me and Dan, our eyes are bright. They're white. We're energetic. It's freaking 830 at night <laughs> right now. Yep. So one thing I, sh- I want to capitalize on this because you talked about food being information. The thing that I experienced, Dan, and thankful to you because I did this three-day fast because I saw you do it over. Like, I can do this. I can do this. And I love you. I'm a water day warrior, right? And it took, it was a warrior inside of me. It had to get there. The day two, night two was rough. I was like, I almost broke. Walked packs to the pantry. I'm a cookie monster. I love cookies. And I was mm-hmm. like, I oh, those cookies mm-hmm. so bad. Once I made it to day three, something crazy started to happen. Hour 60. From hour 60 to hour 74, I started to meditate and pray nonstop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I literally was more connected to God to the world, to people. I could feel people's feelings. It was, believe me or not, call it crazy, whatever. I could literally read people's thoughts while I was in the gym. Then I get home and people were following me on Instagram. I started to eat some food and all of a sudden I stopped and started praying over it. I realized why we pray over our food. Why do we pray over our food? Not to look cool in the restaurant because you're showing that you're religious. It's because it's fucking feeding your body. It's communicating with your body and you better damn well pray over that food because it's going to communicate with your body. So why the fuck are you praying over your Taco Bell when you're at Taco Bell? Because that's about to beat you. that's the devil. So like, I'm sorry, I'm going off because that's what, it was remarkable what happened to me. I'm like, holy shit, everything I eat is literally communicating with my body. And that was what the 72 hour fast did to me. All of a sudden it changed my relationship with food. Definitely, I now have a beautiful relationship with food. So right now in the house, what's waiting for me is some chicken, some hummus, like salad, fruit, good, Mm -hmm. healthy things. And when you eat it after fasting, I literally, Dan, Mm -hmm. could feel it communicating with my body. So Mm -hmm. let's go into that. I mean, what
0: what does it mean communicating? What does that mean? Yeah. So you guys can think think about this is going to change you. This is going to get you on Whole Foods because- you you're getting nutrients but you're also getting a vibration so everything has a vibration you and me this chair yeah. right it's in mm-hmm. physical reality cricket yeah seriously they've actually done studies on cooked food versus raw food mm. this is why i've been experimenting with raw foods yeah because if you're putting literally low vibrational foods yeah into your body do you think you're going to vibrate high you Talk think your spirit's going to be yeah. high Think you're going to be able to manifest what you want? No, no, no. So just making mm-hmm. little shifts here where we can, guys, is super important. It as far as the type of food, make sure it's as close to Earth as possible. Mm. Cooking food brings the vibration down. This is all an ascension process, mm. and I'm not even there fully yet. Yeah.
1: Okay. There's yeah.
0: people that are called breatharians mm. that have gotten to the point where they're fully detoxed from fasting, that they don't lose weight by fasting. We're, we're not supposed to get to a point where we just constantly lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose sure. weight. We're supposed to get to a homeostasis and yeah. like I said, mm-hmm. run off of the light and the breath. So all this food that we're eating, it has a stimulating effect to mm-hmm. us. And we're used to that, that stimulation, almost like coffee yeah. is a stimulant or anything else. And we're, we're just in this loop of stimulating our body. So it's best to form that relationship with food where it's as close to nature as possible and right. just vibrates as high as possible. Uh,
1: and think about, so you, let's go into vibrations and then we'll come back to fasting and talk about breakfast, but vibrations. So think about this. You're driving to work maybe right now and, and you have your monster energy drink in your hand, right? And I'm going to walk you through a little story here. Maybe this is you we're speaking to. I don't know. You have a monster energy drink in your hand. You get there and you pop that donut in your mouth and you go sit there and look at the blue light. Blue light is a screen on your computer. It's very, very uh, toxic for you. Mm. Then you go to lunch and you rush off and you have a nice hamburger with some fries. And so what is that doing to your overall vibration? Maybe you're a positive person, but let's talk about what's what's doing to your overall vibration?
0: Well, it's like any mathematical equation. You add something low vibrating to you, which is let's say high vibrating it's going to bring it down and it's going to set a threshold and a limit. to to what you have, you'd actually be better off fasting or, or doing nothing. I get it. If you, you know, you want the, the caffeine, but what you'd be better doing is like a green tea or maybe like a freshly ground uh, bean, black coffee mm. to get your caffeine there because caffeine actually has a lot of uh, benefits for the brain, the body, it's it, a huge fat, fat loss, huge. Uh, Yeah, supplement cognitive brain health yep yep Yep. so yeah that's that's what you
1: you would just not drink it (laughs) (laughs) just not drink it yeah Yeah. so okay so let's go into fasting so i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you guys Mm -hmm. belief system a little bit your mama said that breakfast is the most important meal why gives you energy bullshit your body doesn't go into a fast state most human beings
0: about 12 hours what is that correct so about about 12 hours you would say yeah, so autophagy is going to start when liver glycogen is depleted, so right around when ketosis yep. starts to, when you start to tip okay. into ketosis. So um, when should you eat breck fast?
1: Break the word apart, guys. Break your fast. So when should you eat breck fast? Yeah.
0: Strategically, mm-hmm. right after a strength training workout, mm-hmm. after you've hopefully had a super productive day and gotten a lot done because you weren't worried about food or when to get your next Mm -hmm. meal. Because every time you eat something Mm -hmm. over about 10 or 15 calories, there's going to be a slight insulin response. And listen to John because he knows this better than anyone with insulin regulation. Mm -hmm. The spiking of insulin makes you tired. Mm -hmm. Think of the the extreme of this, right? A Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. What is everybody doing after Thanksgiving dinner? Sleeping sleeping yep. yep yep you got a little bit of tryptophan in the turkey but it's the insulin response too it's not, the too. Tryptophan. It's, not the tryptophan. it's so funny people are
1: like tryptophan it's like i ate a bunch of turkey it's because you eat fucking pumpkin pie turkey <laughs> but nothing wrong with it but you're spiking your insulin that's why you're tired why do you think when you come back from lunch you're so freaking exhausted then you have to take an energy drink you're like i need an energy drink and, and those people drinking energy drinks for weight loss so i'm going to back up a little bit I'm sorry, I'm preaching now. He got me into insulin resistance. So people are like, well, I'm going to take an energy drink for weight loss, right? Things like that. The problem is it's spiking your insulin. Even if it's a sugar-free monster energy drink, it will spike your insulin. When your insulin spikes, it's a globally monster in that Mucinec commercial. It beats the shit out of everything else. Your growth hormone goes down. So why is fasting important though, Dan? I mean, okay, we talked about what people want to know about weight loss. It's remarkable for weight loss, but why autophagy? Well, we're looking at your autophagy powder that you uh, provide.
0: Yeah, guys. So so the, for me, the spiritual stuff actually started with the body. So it started with fasting. I wasn't like the spiritual guy before. I was like calm and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I would never act out or, or be violent or anything like that. But when I fasted, uh, I, I just noticed this huge vibrational shift with me hmm. like, instantly. Yeah. And it was remarkable. So I started researching it a lot more and there's this process called autophagy, which basically means uh, cell recycling. So in terms of like anti-aging, energy, having a strong immune system, having your mitochondria function perfectly, right? Having an optimized vessel for mm-hmm. your soul. That's something we all want. Right. Autophagy begins like we said when liver glycogen is depleted around 12 hours mm-hmm. of fasted and there's different points where it'll peak. Sure. So it'll stay going up for about 2 days. Uh, but for everybody, it's different. This is just for the few people we've who, sure. who really done research on. So things, I I started looking into things that increase autophagy mm-hmm. more when you're fasting. Okay. Black coffee, green tea, mm-hmm. pretty much any type of tea Yeah, for that matter. And sure. then there's powders and there's mm-hmm. herbs on top of that. Right. So that's where we basically come up with what I have in my hand right mm-hmm. here, which is the Autophagy 15 herbal blend yep we both is, took some right before the podcast and we're both fasted deeply mm-hmm. fasted it
1: smells, it smells amazing like mother it smells earth beautiful
0: yeah um so basically yeah. you can put this in it's water cool. black coffee tea and it's gonna help a few things it's gonna regulate your insulin so john this has actually got me thinking because it's not something you can just take while you're fasted to get more autophagy it's something you can actually have like post a meal mm. to reduce, reduce response. insulin yeah. response yeah yeah. In the same way you do like cinnamon or, or yeah. little things like that that we hear mm-hmm. in the fitness world. Mm. You know, it, yeah. imagine you wake up with this, go for a 30 minute walk, and you end your night after your last meal with a little bit of this and a 30 minute walk. Your insulin is you are just going to shred down amazing and, amazing. and feel yeah great. So we're we're getting so much from this, like the minerals mm-hmm. in, in here. Yeah. We've got G. Irish sea moss, um, all the Dr. Sebi mm-hmm. herbs, um, organic t- from start to bottom. And yeah, it's
1: that's all awesome. serving us pretty well. And just go to Zen Life, Dan, you'll be able to find that. So uh, we talked about insulin, insulin, insulin. We talked about fasting.
0: Um, how often do you fast? So for me, I'm fasting currently yeah 22 to 23 hours a day so basically like a one meal a day okay now if it goes to like a four hour window or like somebody invites me out to dinner sure do i really want to go with i'm not going to say no yeah so that might be a six hour eating window that day it's totally fine sure and then i'll do like monthly maintenance fast of like two to three days okay. where i notice my body fat go down substantially mm. guys on the long fast a day or more I'd recommend always placing a resistance training workout right before that's, you yeah. break the fast yep, on the like last that. day. Yep. Tough workout. Sure. You're not gonna be as strong. Yep. But now you're in full ketosis. Your body's like recycling cells like crazy. And then you break the fast afterwards. And your growth hormone is
1: jacked. That's jacked. True. Okay, so let's 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 talk to bodybuilders now. I know I have bodybuilders that listen to our podcast all over the world. Some in Dubai, what's up? Um Growth hormone, growth hormone. So I'm leaner and bigger than I've ever been. I, if you read Roids to Riches, I was on steroids. I was taking drugs. I was taking, everything I'm doing right now is everything that bodybuilders do to take drugs to mimic that they, they want to take growth hormone and then take mm-hmm. insulin afterwards. And the reason they're taking insulin is to shuttle the nutrients into their body. You can do this naturally guys and gals. Mm-hmm. Literally what's happened to me is I eat one meal a day. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, 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 I live like a warrior. I train like a warrior in the morning. Guys, I train in the morning. That is not the most optimal time to train, but that's what I do. I fast all day after training. Look at my pictures. I'm not losing muscle, guys and gals. If you look at my before and after picture, the before picture is a bodybuilding nutrition plan. The one on the right is fasting and doing the warrior program. I eat one meal a day at the end of the night. So I go all day fasting. I train my clients. I have tons of energy. And then I eat like a fucking warrior. I eat a of strawberries, two cups of rice, salmon, um, pop chips like healthy chips you know I, I sprouts is my best friend I just eat and eat and eat and eat until I'm satiated mm-hmm. once I'm satiated I stop and I sleep like a monster and I notice I get bigger and leaner when I did the 72 hour fast it was interesting my body will not put on body fat now it's almost inter- it was like I don't know if it can reset your metabolism, but it does it. I mean, like Dude, literally, there, there, there's so I can't mu- get
0: over one ninety. So much going on yeah. because okay, let me explain this better. Autophagy. Imagine a cell, just yeah. one cell. Okay, circle. We'll just be simple. Yeah. Okay, there you got the mitochondria, you got the mm. lysosomes, you got yep. so much going on in there. But nothing. This all the cells in the body are not perfect, and there's weak parts, there's damaged mm-hmm. parts, there's misshaped sure. organelles, uh, proteins, lipids. Mm-hmm. What the body is doing is it's realizing. I'm not getting food the way I've been getting food. Hmm. So it starts to recycle the not so great things in your cell and use that as food. It's doing two things. It's feeding itself. Mm -hmm. You're losing weight. And it's also creating stronger cells because you don't want a bunch of stuff in your cells that are slowing down cellular processes. So to that point, you're going to be able to burn fat faster. You're going to be able to build muscle faster. Doesn't that just make sense? It does make sense. Oh, you're, working like you're supposed to <laughs> and i think about this way i look
1: at a 3t fitness i was having a conversation with somebody about this friday and as i was explaining it i'm like holy shit it's like a, it really is a modern day warrior program so t1 is timing of your food it's creating a fasted window because we used to go hunt our food there was long periods of fasting when you ate you ate like a warrior to satiate yourself so you could go to battle and fight for your family and protect your family in the wild right t2 was We've changed it from targeted macronutrients to targeted nutrition, having a better communication and understanding what food does with your body. And then T3 has triggered workouts. Just like a warrior, we're going into battle every single workout. We don't train. We don't, and and I'm not against bench press. I'm not against uh, um, hypertrophy training. Mm -hmm. Not against it. It has its place. For us, we use kettlebells, battle ropes, airdyne bike, and and, um, dumbbells. That's it. And we move like little warriors. And we jump around and we burn the shit out of our body with VO2 max. We create what's called EPOC, So we're creating excess post-oxygen consumption. Our body's burning fat all day. We're fasting. We're raising our growth hormone. Most of my clients don't stay strictly on the nutrition plan, but 30 to 40, 50-pound weight loss, 17-pound weight loss. Just uh, a friend of mine, Alfonso, one of my clients, Mm. just lost seven pounds in the first two weeks. So it's pretty interesting that when we're finally allowing them to just let their body communicate Mm -hmm. with itself properly, Mm -hmm. they start to lose weight. Yeah. They feel better. One of the biggest things I get is like, I know when somebody's not fasting, when they tell me they're tired all the time. Like you're not doing your t- fasting. There's no freaking way. Unless mm-hmm. there's something, there could be something hormonally wrong, which, you know, I'm I'm a realist. I could say you maybe your hormones are out of whack, but then we need to naturally figure that out. Yeah. So um, where is Dan going from here? So let me share with you guys. Uh, I've seen him evolve since I've known him. I mean, my gosh, you know, are are you in corporate America? What What is your life like right now as you sit? Yeah.
0: And where Life are you going right now is and people don't get it john yeah. they're like well dan what do you do and i'm like <laughs> you <laughs> know and, and then they're so curious yeah so basically i do breath work okay. classes so i teach meditation nice i teach another form of meditation called bioenergetics okay. which is movement of the body through breath work and you're releasing emotions okay. and you just feel like what the what just happened wow. after that um and i teach these and i go on podcasts like yours yeah. and i'm on instagram and basically you know i'm, I'm selling this autophagy powder mm-hmm. which is helping a lot of people with their fasting great John, we're, gonna, we're gonna sell this in our gym guys just so you know
1: yeah, it, it, it's 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 amazing sorry to interrupt you but i want to talk about the autophagy powder because When he showed the ingredients to me, and you guys know I'm the insulin resistance guy. I mean, there's people in Dubai that call me the the fasting expert. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I do people's nutrition plans out there all over the world. And they call me the intermittent fasting expert. When he showed me what was in this, on the bottom half going down is all insulin regulation. I'm like, boom, nailed it. Boom, nailed it. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. I'm like, it would take you hundreds of dollars to buy all these supplements and take them one by one by one. He put them all into one powder. You literally take the powder and what you're trying to create is autophagy in the way that you feel after you take it. I think you, um, this is how great Dan is. Check this out. So I was 48 hours in to my fast. He sees that I'm fasting 48 hours. I didn't reach out to him and tell him about it, but he's like, he sees me on Instagram. He's like, I'm coming to your house. He literally <laughs> shoots over to my house, gives me a autophagy powder the last, what, half of my fast or the last uh, 24 hours of my fast. Yeah, basically. last 24 hours. So I start rocking this stuff. He's like, load up on it. And my energy level just went boom. And that may have been what caused that sixty to seventy-four hour change in me. I took it at sixty hours, and all of a sudden, guys, believe this or not, a lot of you go to church, whatever you believe in, I'm believe in what you want. God is real; He's just real. So I was meditating and praying on our business. Somebody was talking to me. <laughs> Maybe it was my little mind, and but somebody I've never felt so grounded. And so connected. I went and sat outside the gym in our outside area. I felt the sun on my face. The sun was talking to me. The wind was talking to I me. I remember that. I was sitting there. and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Didn't, I'm sorry. It,
0: didn't you go live? Yeah, I went live. <laughs> and I was like,
1: people didn't realize. I wish they would have known what was happening in that moment. I could feel people in the live video. I could feel the the technology connecting with me. And also I came out of it and I was like, what just happened?
0: humans are supposed to have those psychic powers Hmm. where we can read people's thoughts, where we can send telepathic messages to people Hmm. when we're gunking ourselves up with food all the time. And just it's, it's yeah. Well, think about this in a Ferrari. Can you put regular gas in a Ferrari? You can't. Why don't you? because you don't want it to run like a normal car do you get your uh, oil change at jiffy loop nope. no no <laughs> way
1: man when i buy bm2 bmw 535 i you you drive into jiffy loop like hey, get this thing out of here man you got to take yeah. it to a bmw dealership because when you're and if you don't see yourself as a, a bmw or a ferrari whatever car you like that's a uh whatever you call it a luxury car then you're a damn pinto mm-hmm. i mean you're treating your maybe you look like a ferrari on the outside like when i was a bodybuilder i looked like a ferrari but i was driving a pinto on the inside the thing was breaking gotcha.
0: down Me too. So
1: what I want you guys to think about and what I want to challenge your belief system is how is food communicating with you? Mm -hmm. Where are you at in your thought process right now? Like, are your thoughts just running wild on you? Mm -hmm. When you look around your life, when you look financially, spiritually, Mm -hmm. relationship, are things out of order? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if they're out of order, what I always say to people is it's your fucking responsibility. It's all your fault. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to know that it's all your fault. So what does your coaching look like? Because I know you're you're a coach at all mm-hmm. levels, right? right. Um, what would you say to somebody if I was walking in? I'm like, okay, Dan, you know, I'm in corporate America. I want to start meditating. I've, I referred a lot of people to you for meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm in the health and fitness realm. I don't try to play in the spiritual space. It's not, Dan is the meditation man. That's what I call him. He's my man. I refer people over to him. Uh, he's changed my life, like literally changed my life since I met Dan. And, you know, I, I know I said this before, but, it, you know, I'd say repetition was passion is the mother of success is that when I met Dan, from that minute on, things started to change for me. Uh, I became clear and more aware of my my the way I spoke to my wife, the way I communicated with my kids, uh, allowing my wife to say something to me and go, you know what? Hey, that's cool. That's your feelings. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Even though it's something very, uh, negative towards me. And I'm like, you know what? You have the right to feel that way. right? You know? And, and so what would be your first step with someone coming to you and saying, hey, listen, Dan, I want to coach with you. I want to feel like you feel. And what does a
0: process look like? There we go. I would ask you why. Okay. And then I would try to tease out what somebody is actually trying to get externally mm. through me. Because mm. mm. I don't hold the key. Yeah. And it's my job actually to guide people, not teach them, guide them Beautiful. back inward to know that the answer to their true happiness is within so these mindfulness practices that we're doing that big deep breath mm, you just took yeah that's where it that, all I starts energy. i felt your energy yeah there's nothing you yeah. guys there's nothing you have to do yeah. you guys nobody knows what the fuck they're doing yeah right yeah. driving your car right now look to your left look to your right nobody knows what they're doing no we all try to th- think we know what we're doing yep. and we put purpose behind it but at the end of the day, we are just—we're mm. we're so divine, and we have to come. So we have yeah. to come back to mm-hmm. our breath and just being aware, yeah. and then making slight little changes where we can—not necessarily a full one eighty. Maybe yeah. we're one degree off course. Mm-hmm. That could have a huge impact. Huge in your life. Huge, huge,
1: Man. and that's one thing too. Is I, I want to bring this up because it's it's near and dear to my heart. Is opiate abuse? It's like those of you listening right now. I know if there's 10,000 downloads a month, there is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe in thousands of people on opiates right now. What I want to tell you guys, I, I had an opiate addiction. The first thing that I did was start meditation. That was the first thing that I did. I started as a Buddha, in a Buddhist temple in Mesa, was horrible at it. And the Buddhist monk said to me, he said, I was trying to sit Indian style. I still have trouble sitting in Indian style. My hips, are, my flexibility is horrible. It's going to get get better. But I kept trying to sit that way. I kept trying to, and he came up to me and he said to me, he said, be you. And I was like, what? He goes, be you. And he goes, how do you feel comfortable? I said, laying on my back. He said, be you. And I laid on my back and it stuck with me the rest of my life. I was trying to be like them, the monks sitting there and they were just so still and proper. And so he said the next, right after that, he took me outside and we started walking in circles. And he started walking me in circles outside in the backyard. A lot of these temples are in little people's people's houses, in houses, (laughs) in little areas. And um, so these people come from Tibet or whatever, and they live in these, minimalist, and they live in these houses. And anyway, so we're in the backyard, and we're going in circles. And he goes, do you feel that? And I said, no. And he just asked me a question. Do you feel that? Next time, no. One day, I finally said, I feel it. I feel it. I felt the sun on the right side, and I felt a breeze on the left side. And I go, I feel it. I feel it. I feel the sun and the breeze. And he goes, good. And I was like, I thought it was going to be some profound conversation. And he's like, and I go, is that what you were looking for? He goes, is that what you were looking for? And I was like, give me the fucking answer. And so why I'm saying this is because Dan said something. If you're looking for an answer from somebody, you're looking in the wrong place. So what Dan has done, and I don't mean to speak for you, what he does is he allows you to self-reflect. To go inside will ask you questions that normal people that are not awake and cannot, aren't even aware enough to ask. He's asked me questions. Uh, when I noticed when I talk to you, you, you're a great listener, by the way. Uh, I still have a little bit of alpha and ego in my head. And sometimes I, I uh, seek to have people understand me versus seeking to understand. And um, Dan's very calm. And he'll ask you a, a follow-up question. Well, why? Why do you think, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, that's one thing that I really wanted to position with that is you don't have to have the answers. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't have the answers. Actually, you should be seeking stillness, calmness, and really asking yourself. Right. So um, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, your life going forward. So sure, sure. I mean, your life is, I've seen it change since July. I mean, really, I've seen it like I've been watching Instagram. I'm just seeing it
0: evolve. And, where is Dan going now? So <laughs> right now, Dan is actually going to Peru mm. all throughout the month of December for plant medicine ceremonies. Yeah. Two plants. Okay. You guys are familiar with ayahuasca. Yes. The popular one. Huge fan of ayahuasca. And yeah. the next one is San Pedro, okay. which is a cactus. It's a lot like ayahuasca, but mm. unlike ayahuasca, which shows you the universe and the cosmos and mm-hmm breaks down the geometric patterns of the universe yeah. san pedro has a little bit of that from what i understand sure. but it's also putting you in uh, heartfelt con um, what's the word heartfelt connection with the plants the mm. animals other people wow. yeah and it's like if anybody's uh ever done psilocybin mushrooms or they're mm. familiar with them or, or microdosing mushrooms sure it's like that times ten. Wow. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah. oh my God. Okay. I gotta yeah. you know, meditate before this and really prepare myself. Because th- you guys, this mess this medicine is sacred yeah. of the jungle. Mm. And shamans have the ability from what I've learned and seen to actually guide the experience for you by calling in spirits. They they have songs, mm. I believe they're called Ikaros, okay. where they can call in certain spirits wow. as you're on the experience so when you're you're tripping out and yeah. you're having a tough time or a blissful time shaman could come over to you and sing a an ikaros that that could completely change your experience in a way that you need it so sure. i have the utmost respect for these shamans and, and everything i'm going to learn down there and being a part of the jungle you know i think there's something special about doing the ceremony wow. where the stuff grows yeah around that energy. So mm-hmm. that's going to be my December. That's amazing. That's and, amazing. And then after that, it's really just, you know, work working with people on, on their spiritual journey and, and mm-hmm. taking everything that I learned. It's, it's cool to be in this position that I'm in where yeah. I can go learn more and then teach other people.
1: That's amazing. So we're going to leave it on a cliffhanger right there. We got to plant medicines. We got there and we're going to bring Dan back on because we're going deeper. And deeper and deeper. I call it the rabbit hole, right? I'm, I'm in it. I'm getting deeper and deeper, becoming more aware, more alive, and more in love with humans. I mean, I have to say, I'm, I'm in love. I love people more than they love themselves, which is crazy. I love my enemies. If there isn't any enemies out there, I'm sure I have a few haters, but I love you. Uh, but I, I want to continue this conversation. I want to keep this going. I want to... Um, Share some of the stuff that I've been through as we continue to grow together. Uh, We know this is going to be a beautiful journey. I mean, it's just amazing. And what I want to leave you guys with, and hopefully you see this through us talking, is opening your mind to the possibilities, right? You have to be open-minded. Just because your parents did it doesn't mean you have to do it. Just because in the 50s they did it this way doesn't mean we have to do it now. If you haven't noticed if you haven't opened your eyes, we are in a huge shift right now. Huge shift. Can Te- you feel it? Yes. Yes. Technology, awakening, spirituality. People are asking questions and it's okay. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I sell CBD. People are like, CBD, holy shit, marijuana, I'm going to get high. So we went and got the shit freaking tested to show people it doesn't have THC in it. It yeah. has no psychoactive properties in it. Right. I don't, it's people say, oh, John takes CBD, he's getting high. It has nothing to do with getting high. Yeah, I do extreme fitness, meditation every single day, mm-hmm. and I'm moving into plant medicines. And since I moved to plant medicines, my awareness and my cognitive brain health has just been amazing. I can think so clearly. and I'm literally dictating my reality. So you guys see my vision boards. You've seen all the stuff that I've done. I always used to say, it's not on my time. It's in due time. Things have changed for me lately. Now it's on fucking time. <laughs> it's been a trip. It's been on time in a creepy fashion. What I noticed is I am so aware and conscious and so detailed. And I, we were just talking about my goals tonight. There's a few that I didn't hit. I'm like, oh shit, makes sense. I wasn't clear enough. Mm. I heard a Buddhist monk talk about one time when they grab onto their, uh, their beads, they, they do uh, manifestations or excuse me, uh, like I am affirmations or mm. they ask for something, right? And so they're saying I would like to be a spiritual guide. Mm-hmm. Okay, where do you want to be that spiritual guide? What type of spiritual guide? I want an apple. Apple phone, Apple watch, Apple iPad, fucking green apple, red apple. Right? You want a fucking Tahoe? You want a black one? Do you want leather seats? Do you want you want the man of your dreams. What does he look like? What does he smell like? Does he fart? Does he burp? I mean, really you have to be that specific and that's what this has done is you know i've been doing the extreme fit, fitness meditation dan's taking me deeper in
0: that uh and now we're moving into plant medicines we're moving into plant medicines and, and remember guys we talked about food as information mm. we can get so much information from plants yeah specific plants in general sure. i mean they can create a whole experience where wow. we actually learn and we 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 gain the ability to feel feelings more mm. And we relate to people more and yeah. things make more sense to us and now we know what our calling is and, yeah. and what direction we should go. And hmm. there is a lot to be learned. Yeah. You can't get that from Taco Bell. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's um I hope that today we opened your mind. I hope that we got you to critically think. And one thing I'll share with you, if this I always share this on the podcast, if this is irritating you, it's probably talking to you. If this is pissing you off, it's probably speaking to you. If you see yourself in any of this, then take action. That's all I ask you to do. Maybe silently take action. Maybe just sit in your car and pull up 528HZ and just listen to that in your YouTube channel instead of watching all this bullshit on Netflix. And no offense to Netflix. but uh, <laughs> Matrix. I'm just kidding. But I don't want to get <laughs> shut down here, guys. Uh, but <laughs> you sit in your car and just, just be calm. Why did your mom always say, take a deep breath when you're upset? Mama had some of it figured out. She did have some of it figured out. They say when you're pissed off, you're about to get in. Take a deep breath. Hmm. People don't even know. They know the science behind it. They just don't know. So um, I want to leave you with this. I'm going to pass over to Dan to uh, take as much time as he needs. But what I would like to create my last moments in earth is awareness. Awareness that you as a human being have fucking capabilities and possibilities that you have no fucking idea and I want you to stop being so damn closed-minded. Open up your mind to the possibilities of a human. Stop watching movies and become your own hero in your own room, movie, as Joe Rogan says. Stop watching other people's lives be epic. Become epic. It may be that you're the best knitter on the planet or maybe best skateboarder. Maybe you're the best stay-at-home mom like my mom. She is My mom, excuse me, my wife. She is fucking epic at it. That's what she wants to do. So it's not about being a warrior like me in a modern-day society. It's about finding who you truly are, and allowing your spouse, partner, or loved one to find who they truly are. Because when you have two people who are truly who they are, the love is is unmatched. Yeah, it's truly unmatched. The friendships that I developed. I mean, I love you, brother. I really I love you do. Too, I really do. And it's like to look a man in the eyes and say I love you is remarkable. Like people say, oh, that's that's kind of weird. No, I love him. Like it's it's an interesting thing. So hopefully, we got you to critically think. This isn't over it's not like, over guys i always say you know follow us just get in us but start to love us because we just mean a lot so i want to leave the floor to you and you take us out
0: yeah so one thing you guys can do if you're like where should i start all right what should i do next after hearing all of that when you're in your meditation sounds crazy but the best place to start any meditation practice is with the intention of cultivating self-love hmm Because when you love yourself, Hmm. you cherish and honor your dreams more than the people around you that are telling you no. You see your true strength within you. You are able to be that me that you want to be now, even in the midst of criticism, and you stop judging yourself for it. And Hmm. you just start to embody it. And then you live in that world mentally, Yeah. With enough crystal clarity, it becomes true in this world. Wow. So what you believe in your
1: heart and you think in your mind eventually becomes your words and becomes your reality. Breathe
0: that in. (sighs) And we're out.